1: Welcome back to Life, Mike. My- hey, hey uh, uh, producer Amy. Did I get Boyd's intro right uh, in the last segment? Uh, expert in all things politics and otherwise. Th- that- that's the. That's what he sent over for me to say, right? I- and I got it right. Okay, very, very good. That's from my mother. Oh, oh my gosh, we're on the... I'm so sorry. You, I'm so sorry you had to see a little bit of that behind the scenes there. Uh, we in this segment are joined, of course, by uh, Boyd Matheson, and as it says here on the paper he gave me, he's an expert in all things <laughs> politics and otherwise, uh, host of Inside Sources, opinion editor of the Deseret News. Uh, Boyd, this, this, <laughs> yeah. this is your season to shine. Uh, y- y- it's been a, a thrill to listen to your analysis on all the programs here on KSL, to read your writings uh, published in the Deseret at news, uh, and so when I get a chance to, uh, to drag you into the studio here onto my little humble show and talk to you about these things, it's a, a great treat of mine. Now, listen, you got the standing mic, though. Not bad, huh? You want, you want a little more insight? Uh, here, I'll tell you what. Uh, the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. If you download that right now, uh, there's a video feature there. You can look at what's going on here in the studio. You can see how uh, Boyd is wearing a tie today, and I, uh, like a young slacker, I'm not. Well, if you tune in there, uh, you'll see. It's, it is a subtle thing, and I'm wasting your time by telling you the story. But uh, Boyd brought it up, so I got to finish it. Uh, the microphone has been raised. There's been great controversy here. At the station, about raising the microphone to a level where the hosts or the anchors are able to stand. And today has been a milestone achievement here at KSL News Radio. The microphone is up. I am on. my, Can you hear the energy in my voice? You know, if I sit, I sound like a slug. Uh, but now that I'm up on my feet, uh, there's some real energy coursing through my veins. Uh, you can hear it, right, boy? I can. I can feel it. I can see it. I can sense it. All right, uh, I'm not sure. Back to, how to back to Bernie. Well, I was trying to think of a clever segue. Uh, speaking of energy, how about Bernie Sanders? Oh. Uh, so he made the announcement. That, well, let's go back to yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden did pretty well yesterday. Joe had a very good night last w- night. W- what happened with Joe <laughs> yesterday? So w- Joe
0: Joe picked up Michigan, which was very unexpected. Bernie did very well, beat Hillary Clinton in Michigan uh, last go around in 2016. But by uh, massive margins. Yeah. Yeah, uh, And so the fact that he ha- uh, that Bernie Sanders did not uh, n- something did not translate this time right. around uh, that did the other time. And, of course, Missouri, Mississippi went very strong for Biden. South Dakota went to Bernie uh, and then Washington still a little bit of a toss up. But the fact that it is a toss up sure. uh, is also problematic for the Bernie Sanders campaign.
1: Let me ask you this. You've been in this game for a while. You uh, I'm not sure what circumstances would would lead to this. But let me let's say you are a Bernie Sanders advisor. Uh, it's, let's say 1230 in the morning yesterday. Uh, you're looking forward to today. You're looking forward to the ultimate, uh, contest against, uh, President Trump, the presumptive nominee. And is there a word stronger than presumptive? That's just shy of definite. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say definite. Yeah, right. <laughs> what uh, uh, what do you advise in Bernie Sanders to do? So so Bernie Sanders is a little different animal than
0: most politicians. If you look at all the other people who ran on the Democratic side trying to win the nomination, uh, they all are deep into the Democratic Party. And so they still have reelections. Many of them were still senators, still members of the House. They still have elections to run, elections to try to win, where they're going to need the help of the, the DNC. Uh, Bernie Sanders is only a DNC man, member in election years.
1: It's crazy. Yeah, he's a, when you look at the roll call votes in the Senate, he's an independent
0: guy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so he doesn't have any deep thing there. So if I was advising him, uh, he's really looking at his movement more than than anything else. So the DNC is like fourth or fifth on the Bernie Sanders priority list. Maybe not even there. Uh, So so his focus is, okay. what's the next message and what's the next move? I think the two surprising things from yesterday was one that Bernie Sanders did not say a thing last night. Nothing. Uh, Crickets, uh, which, again, whether you do well or do poorly, the pivot matters. And he went 12 hours with nothing. Then he came out and he read a speech. Very un-Bernie esque. Mm-hmm. The guy doesn't read speeches. He read a speech today. Now it contained all of his familiar talking points on minimum wage and climate and all of those things. Uh, so all of that was just a little weird to me. That that's where he went. That he he gave this litany of things that he usually yells and screams and gets very animated, probably in front of a standing mic like you. Well, he brings uh, it out of <laughs> you. <see. laughs> uh, so he just he rattled all those off. Yeah. Uh, then of course the interesting thing in the end was that he's he's shouldering on uh, and he's looking forward to to seeing Joe at the debate in Arizona on Sunday night. Uh, And then in a really interesting move, and I kind of like it, uh, he said, "Okay, because because on Sunday, this is the first one on one there's been. And I'm going to ask Joe this and then I'm going to ask Joe this and then I'm going to ask Joe that. And of course, the, the Biden folks are all writing that down. I think he's going to ask him everything but that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like the big, you go chase those answers for a while. I'm going to hit you between the eyes with something different.
1: My, my thought on the silence of Bernie Sanders last night and really, into, I mean, it, was, it wasn't it was until, what, 10 or 11 this yeah. morning that we heard from him on the East Coast even later into the day. Yeah. Uh, he was blindsided. He had no idea that this was coming. How did you miss that? Not sure. You know, the, the yeah. energy and the momentum. Bad And staffing. the tide is, ter- yeah, <laughs> terrible staffing. <laughs> How do you not read what's going on unless you're surrounded by yes men and unless this effort is all in uh, uh, you know the desire to uh, boost yourself up if this isn't an, uh, an exercise in self importance uh, I don't know how you miss. I don't know how you miss uh, what happened yesterday. Yeah. Uh, And I also don't know how you don't have contingencies planned, right? Right. Uh, If, you know, win, lose, or draw, you need to have a plan. That's like politics and campaigning 101. Yeah,
0: the pivot is everything.
1: The results are not
0: nearly as important as the pivot. Yeah. Uh, on whatever it is. If you're yeah. on
1: your heels, silent is because you didn't know what was coming. That's and right. If you didn't know what was coming, it means you're either bad at the game. You're surrounded by. Yes. People who are only telling you that you're the yeah. greatest and that there's no chance that uh, Super Tuesday was a fluke. Yeah. Uh, you know, Super that was just a fluke. And now that we have Big Tuesday or whatever we call it, uh, yeah. it it's, it's a. It, <sighs> yeah. And you have to you have to remember in,
0: in those scenarios, opportunity always favors the prepared. I don't think Joe Biden was ready yesterday either. Uh, His speech was a speech he had given a week before verbatim, and he read it off the teleprompter. Joe Biden was not ready for the results last night, and his staff was not ready to have him catapult that forward in a significant way. He did some soft overtures to the Bernie folks and a few little nuanced things, uh, but I think both candidates blew it last night. Bernie Sanders blew it because he wasn't prepared for the pivot. I mean, he should have gone and said, well, next week, there's twice as many delegates available. There's over 600 delegates available in Illinois, Ohio and uh, uh, Arizona and Florida. Uh, Those are pretty important. states. In fact, those are the states that we actually have to win if we're thinking about defeating President Trump in the fall. Uh, It's not about Mississippi and Missouri. Uh, President Trump's going to win those going away. We have to win Florida. We have to win Ohio and and, uh, so on. And so he wasn't ready for that. Uh, and and making that pivot, and Joe Biden was not ready to, he should have put the hammer down uh, last night
1: and really tried to end it. Let me go back to some of the words shared by Senator Sanders only this morning. Uh, Here's what you mentioned, uh, the Senator, Senator Sanders, looking forward to the debate Sunday night. On Sunday night, in the first one-on-one debate of this campaign, the American people will have the opportunity to see which candidate is best positioned, to accomplish that goal. Let me play for you this next clip here. It's, a, it's just a 10-second clip from the remarks shared by Senator Sanders this morning uh, where he makes reference to current President Donald Trump. So let me conclude the way I began. Donald Trump must be defeated, and I will do everything in my power to make that happen. I don't believe him. <laughs> I think there is fundamental dishonesty in that assertion. I think that there are... There is a a tidal wave. There is momentum. There is support by the establishment or whoever uh, to get Joe Biden the Democratic nomination for president. I think that the party believes he is best suited to defeat Donald Trump. And if Bernie Sanders honestly believes or if he truly is willing to do anything uh, to ensure the defeat of President Trump come November... Then he would no longer be in this race. Yeah, he is spoiling it the way uh, he spoiled it in 2016 for the Democrats by staying in long overdue, way too long. Yeah, and that and we talked about that earlier.
0: And the fact that had he had he gotten behind Hillary Clinton earlier in the game could have been very different. Uh, but a lot of those Bernie Sanders supporters were very slow to come around. Some didn't come around at all. Uh, some even voted for President Trump. Yeah. Uh, And so that that was a really interesting dynamic. The other thing that that the numbers are the interesting thing to watch. Watch where his fundraising goes over the next little while, Uh, because I think Bernie believes he can stay in until convention. He's trying to influence this next generation. And I think he does genuinely believe that unless we figure out how to get young people to show up and actually vote. Uh, we can't really win. But so I strate- think he believes strategic,
1: that. And, I, and I, that's what caught my eye as I was yeah. listening to his remarks this morning uh, when he spoke to young people, very condescendingly, yeah. uh, and <laughs> if he truly believes that they are the next generation, yeah. uh, and if he truly believes that all must be done to defeat Donald Trump, then you need to join forces. You need to take those old folks that are supporting Biden. Yep. You need to take the young folks that you claim are supporting you and bring, them, bring together. them together. You don't do that by letting the debate on Sunday play out. You don't do that by letting next Tuesday play out. You don't do that by dragging this out through the summer, ultimately leading in a convention uh, where two sides will be uh, declared. You do that by bringing folks together. 20, $20
0: million will be raised inside the Bernie operation between now and convention, which will ensure that he will be able to spend the rest of his life. Uh, out there on the trail doing big rallies with young people promoting his message, not necessarily winning
1: races for the House, the Senate or the White House. That's the Bernie show. Uh, Boyd Matheson, grateful to you for your time, your expertise, and your attention to these uh, all-important matters here. Thanks for Uh, standing at the mic. Well, that's my (laughs) pleasure. Uh, That's it for this segment. When we come back, we're going to be talking to Scott Howell. We're going to continue the discussion on Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. What is the future like for Joe Biden? It looks good, but there's some nuance to it. Scott Howell's going to sort that out for us next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.